G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Change, they say, is the only constant in life. Things sometimes change for the better, and things sometimes change for the worst. Whichever it is, we all struggle with change, and it's a struggle that can leave you completely exhausted. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take another look at God's rest for you from a different perspective. A few years ago, I read a brilliant little book called Who Moved My Cheese? It's by a man called Dr. Spencer Johnson, and it uses a story, a parable of a little mouse who lives in a maze. And every day he goes to the same place to get some cheese. One day he gets there and the cheese isn't there. Hence the title of the book, Who Moved My Cheese? It's all about coping with change. If you've ever had the opportunity, grab a copy. It's one of those incredibly insightful books. And it reminds me that most of us don't like change, not real change. Change in job responsibilities, in boundaries between who does what at work. As an IT consultant, I guess over almost 20 years, I worked in close to 300 different organisations. And most of what I did in helping clients implement new technologies was to help manage the change that the new business processes and new technologies would bring. And without a doubt, in 99% of cases, the biggest obstacle to change was the resistance of people to change, without a shadow of a doubt. And it turns out that only a small minority of us embrace change. The rest, the rest naturally practice various levels of resistance to change, from moderate to extreme. Now, we don't mind a bit of variety in life, at least in the trivial and the inconsequential, but when it comes to profound change, that's something that causes most people a lot of stress, and that stress robs us of the peace and the rest that God wants us to have. That's what we've been talking about over these last few weeks on the program, entering the peace and the rest of God, actually having a deep sense of rest in our lives. I'm not sure I know a single person who doesn't want some peace and rest in their lives. Losing a job is about coping with change, getting married, being single again through the death of a partner or through divorce, having children, starting a new job, a child growing up and leaving home, moving house, a new person in our little group at work. All those things are about change. And many, many people find that change stressful. I believe God doesn't want it to be so. Now, a certain amount of stress is not a bad thing. An athlete before a big competition experiences some stress, and that sharpens their focus and helps their performance. But when all of a sudden something significant in our life changes, particularly when that change is completely outside our control, well, that can be debilitating. I want to share a story with you today about a man who had to go through significant change in his life. That man's name is Elijah. Now, let me read you a small part of his story. It begins in the Old Testament, in the book of 1 Kings, chapter 17, verse 1. Now, Elijah the Tishbite of Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab, 
As the Lord, the God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall be neither dew nor rain these years except by my word. The word of the Lord came to him, saying, Go from here and turn eastward and hide yourself in the wadi Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. You shall drink from the wadi, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. He went and lived in the wadi Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank water from the wadi. But after a while... The wadi dried up, because there was no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Go now to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and live there, for I have commanded a widow there to feed you. So he set out and went to Zarephath. When he came to the gate of the town, a widow was there gathering sticks, and he called to her and said, Look, bring me a little water in a vessel, so that I may drink it. As she was going to bring it, he called to her and said, Bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. But she said, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of meal in a jar, a little oil in a jug. I am now gathering a couple of sticks, so that I may go home and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and then die. But Elijah said to her, Do not be afraid. Go and do as you have said, but first make me a little cake of it and bring it to me, and afterwards make something for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the jar of meal will not be emptied and the jug of oil will not fail until the day that the Lord sends rain on the earth. She went and she did as Elijah had said, so that she as well as her household ate for many days. The jar of meal was not emptied, neither did the jug of oil fail according to the word of the Lord that he spoke by Elijah. Now, I've read this story many times in the past and thought, wow, pretty amazing stuff here, God, and then just moved on. What did I get out of this story? Well, God's an amazing God, and that's not a bad thing to get out of this story. In fact, it's one of the main things. But just stop for a minute, and let's put ourselves in Elijah's shoes for just a moment and consider the stressful change he had to go through. The first thing is... God speaks through him and creates a drought and obviously an ensuing famine. All of a sudden, through him, God declares this massive drought. No water, therefore no food, therefore suffering. The first thing that happens is that he has to leave the comfort of home in Tishba and go to a wadi which has water in it to be fed by birds. From home to a wadi, where would you rather be? Well, okay, so he goes to the wadi, finds water, finds food... Other people are starving, so he's pretty well off. He settles in to ride out the famine, when all of a sudden, the water in this wadi that God sent him to runs out. This was God's provision, but it runs out. So, more change. How could God's provision run out? That's, that's what I'd be wondering to myself. And so God sends him to a poor widow with a death wish. Thank you, God. That's just brilliant. She has almost no food left, but through the word of the Lord that comes through the prophet Elijah, God miraculously provides not just for Elijah, but for the widow and her son. Elijah was called to go through huge change. See how easy it is to miss that if you just skim over the story? Huge change. When we put ourselves in his shoes and imagine going through what he went through, we realise how stressful it must have been. Now, we don't learn anything of what he was feeling. What we do see is that here he was, right in the middle of God's will, just simply by trusting in God. Remember, this was life and death stuff, trusting in God. 
He's able to move from home to the wadi to the widow and discover that God's already gone ahead of him and provided. God has already figured it out. And my friend, that's what I'd like to leave in your heart today. That's what I believe God wants us to take away with us today from his word. He's already got it figured out. Sometimes it seems as though God's doing some strange things like this drought. Sometimes it seems as though God's provision is running out like the wadi. And sometimes the way that God provides for our needs, the direction that he leads us in, is nothing short of bizarre in our eyes like the widow who had almost nothing except a death wish. I guess we can all point to at least one instance of each of those in our own lives, but God had it sassed. He didn't drop the ball. There was no need for us to be afraid of the change. The quiet resolve with which Elijah stepped out into the unknown each time, that was a gift from God. That came from trusting God. You see, someone had moved Elijah's cheese, but Elijah didn't have to wonder who. He didn't have to worry about the change. He knew it was God. He knew that he'd be okay. And he knew that God hadn't lost the plot. with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of his word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.